I mostly wanted to talk about how interesting two specific F1 names are. Okay. And they're people they're people who no longer drive in F1. But I'm gonna guess one is Anton McGuiry. No, no. And the other is Frederick von Stweibel. Oh, are you just going for what what F1 driver names sound like to you? I see. I thought that first one was real. Yeah, actually, I wasn't sure either if it was real <laughs> or not. <laughs> the Na- NASCAR ones are easier. Travis Tritt. Yeah, that's a pretty yeah, good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could you just name a country uh, name a country singer, and that's probably a, a NASCAR name. Um. Oh, this could be like both a NASCAR name and an F1 name right here. John Campbell Jones. Oh. Hi, I'm okay. I'm Duncan Idaho. I'm a NASCAR driver. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Listen to these two incredible names. Jensen Button. Ugh. Jensen Button? Jensen Button. Just Butt. And Jensen Alexander Lyons Button. That's his full name. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. He's he a, a, he I bet he's a knight too, isn't he? He's a knight too, isn't he? He won the championship. In two, he, uh, no, but he is MBE. <laughs> okay, yeah, close enough. <laughs> and then, on the other end of the spectrum, Stoffel Van Dorn. <laughs> Stoffel Van Dorn. That's what Chris was going for. I wish like, it was that's Stoff- the kind of name Chris is trying to come up with. Stoffel. Okay, so this is this is picky, but like Stoffel Van Dorn is kind of lame. Stoffel Van Dorn would be awesome. <laughs> I don't know. I think Stoffel is the, having Stoff- it being like Von Dorm is lamer than if it was like just one word, like Stoffel Von Dorm. That's a cool name. Stoffel like Von Dorm is like whatever. Okay, uh, no, it's it. it's Stoffel Van Dorn. It's all one word. It is oh, all one word. Oh, okay. It's just how you pronounced it. Okay. Yeah, it's just Stoffel Van Dorn. I think Stoffel Van Dorn is cooler. Yeah, it's pretty good. Wolfgang Von Trips is also a pretty good name too. I'm gonna say. <laughs> None of this holds a candle to to college football. Oh, we should do a college football name watch. It's almost time. Oh, I guess it is, huh? Let's see what we got here. College football new names. Uh. Oh, sorry, sorry. I have the name of... Uh, I have three names for you. Joachim Winkelhock, or Joachim... It, however you would pronounce that that word in German. Winkelhock. Manfred Winkelhock, and Marcus Winkelhock. Huh. Are they brothers? It seems like... All right, are you guys ready for the twins? It seems one of them is a son, and I think it's a brother and uncle situation. Okay. Okay, give it to me. You guys ready for some of the 2022 college football recruiting all-name team for the class yeah, of let's 2022? Go let's go uh, for it. Let's go. Let's start with some quarterbacks. We've got Tiger Adolfo. That's pretty good. Tiger? Tiger Adolfo. That's pretty good. Beautiful. Um, uh, we got like two gunners. I mean, that's kind of fun. Maximus <laughs> Webster. I mean, that's just solid. Maximus just solid. Webster. That's. Let's go for some running back names. Oh, we've beautiful. got... Dujavinsky Schlenbaker. I mean, that's pretty good. We've got a Quantez Love. I mean, that's pretty good. Um, major Everhart. <laughs> I just <laughs> He's such a he's a major Everhart, dude. What about what about what about Gavin Sawchuck? <laughs> that's pretty Gavin good. Sawchuck. Gavin Sawchuck oh sounds God. like a 
I don't know, like a saw truck sounds like a Mario enemy to me. Let's see, what do we got well, in the white receivers? Uh, okay. We <laughs> found a good one. We found a delicious muscle. All right. Wide receiver. <laughs> you can't even I, read it. This is not real. I mean, this is real. I swear this is real. Okay. The coldest quotation marks to ever do it. Crawford. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, a, it's incredible. His first name is D-E-C-O-L-D-E-S-T. The coldest. So his so the so he so his nickname is now to ever do it. Yeah, but one word, just to ever do it, all one word. Oh, okay. That's, that's okay. beautiful. We got to make it to the NFL. We also have Taco Dowler. His <laughs> name is Taco. Yep. Taco Dowler. All right, tight ends. What do we got? Uh, Merhadi Zapera. I mean, sure, that's just a solid football name. Bruin Fleshman. Bruin Fleshman feels like a. The protagonist of like a game about metal. Okay, what about some offensive lines? What kind of white boy names we got here that are fun? <laughs> um, wow, not a lot of fun white boy names in this one. Giuseppe Gottfried. I mean, that's pretty good. I've got some. I've got some more good white boy names. If if you'd like to listen, you know, I'm thinking these could be the the drivers for this team. Well, I'm still going. I, I I'm still going. We got okay, offensive okay, lines. Okay. We got. Oh, I I missed this one. Spruced and Budenhagen. From Iowa. I mean, isn't that, uh, isn't that that guy's wife, uh, husband? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's all the good offensive line names. Defensive line. What do we got here? Uh, Sir Mills. I mean, that's just kind of fun. Yeah, solid. Got Sir a guy, Mills. We have a guy named Bear. Bear <laughs> Alexander. Uh, C.K. Doggett Jr. That's pretty good. Uh, see, it's nice for like a few of them have like <laughs> okay. a, a nickname or like a junior mixed in there. To, How like... you guys feel about a guy named Popeye Williams? <laughs> Popeye? <laughs> Fucking Popeye. Oh, okay, the thing is that if he's a new college football recruit, this guy's like 18, which means like he's named after the cartoon character. Like it's not like this person can predate the cartoon character. I just want to say like, we when we eventually do acknowledge that college football players are employees and can get endorsements and stuff. Oh, yeah. This guy better get a spinach council endorsement. Like, yeah. He has to. Okay. Uh, linebackers. We got Iceberg Cave. No way. It's one, letter, it's one, it's one letter away from being Iceberg Cave. We've Sounds got, like a fucking so Iceberg. Sounds like Natural. an MMO zone. Uh, Stone Blanton. It's pretty good. This guy named Tag. I mean, that's classic. Uh, Maverick Baranowski. Okay. Okay. Okay, defensive backs. We're almost done. Defensive backs. Uh, Kiki McQueen. I mean, that is just solid. Very football. Love uh, it. Hut Graham. Uh, we got DeIcy Hopkins. DeIcy Hopkins. Um, <laughs> Ephesians Brysock. I mean. Wow. That's pretty good. It sounds like a company that would do like treatment for a rare disease. <laughs> and then under under just listed as athletes, we've got uh Clashian Ivory. Clayshawn, sorry, Clayshawn Ivory. And then uh Punter, I mean, we've got Atticus Bertrams. Atticus. <laughs> Atticus is a, is probably the most He's like, from frat Australia. Name. He's from Australia. Really? I don't oh, know about do you they guys. have frats in Australia? 
I think this year I'm gonna have to give it to DeColdis to ever do it Crawford. <laughs> that's, that's a great really name. Really good. It's a great name. That and you tra- know what? Trevante Citizen. I mean, that's pretty good too. Maybe maybe they can get a ride later on to the game from uh Dutchman Roloff Wondering. Oh, that's pretty good. Roloff Wondering? Roloff Wondering. Or Roloff? I don't I'm just know. repeating I don't these Dutch. names back because I'm in awe. Uh, or the Italian Renzo Sorzi. Man, Italian people love vowels and the or, letter R. And then you can hang out with the most, what I think I found the most bland name in here. And it's not Fred Wacker from the United States. It's not Spider Webb from the United States. The what the fuck? <laughs> it's a man from Canada. Goes by the name of Ernie DeVos. Oh, Ernie DeVos. Good. That's a good just... Canadian name. I don't know what that means. Like, I don't know what signifies a Canadian name to me, but. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Travis Webb. Spider Webb's name is actually Travis Webb, but he raced under the name Spider. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, it's like it's like Chad Ochocinco. That wasn't his name originally. He was just Chad. He was just Chad Johnson. Is that? What, I never knew what his original last name was. Just Johnson. Then he changed his name to Ochocinco. Ordinary one. Yeah. Man, should we, should we do a show? This is them. Yeah, I was gonna say this is them the facts. It's a podcast about fun facts and lying to your friends. I'm John. I'm Gabe. I'm Chris. Um. Yeah, that I think that wraps up our yearly review of the new college football names that are, you know, hot off the presses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just, the coldest to ever do it is the greatest thing ever. It's so self-aware. I love it. I'm going to start calling Ooh, myself yeah. that when it's like 20 degrees out. I just feel like if you name your kid like DeColdis, you have really called your shot. Like you have really, really called the shot. They have to be oh, really absolutely. good at like something like football where they can be the coldest to ever do it. Because if if they're not good at anything, then they... I feel like DeColdis is like a good boxer name. Not that I recommend anybody really get into boxing at this point or really football. What? <laughs> right, because it like scrambles your skull. Scrambles yeah. is definitely a way to put it that doesn't even get across really how bad it is. Yeah. It's like I, not accurate enough. It's the the reality of it from what I understand is like dark enough that I'm like not even gonna it's like people getting like can think like things earlier than you ever should because of like how much their head's been hit around. We just shouldn't have boxing again until we have Dune shields. Like shields from Dune? Yes. I haven't seen a red dune, unfortunately, so I have no idea what that means. But I assume it's basically like uh, it, it will protect you from getting boxing. From getting related. scrambled, yes. Yeah. Well, it's kind of weird how like doing UFC is technically probably safer than boxing. It's such a strange concept. <laughs> it is weird. But it's because, like, true. sure, your ear, your ear will get cauliflowered, but you won't get as many TBIs. Well, it's like if you get solidly hit in the head, I mean, it, it's probably just over. You just take one to the head versus like boxing. You probably, could ta- I mean, you know, the whole glove thing is made to be able to take more hits. So it's mm-hmm. like, eh. Now in boxing, they have you a probably man. won't have your leg broken in half. So, I mean, you know, a little column A, column B. But also they have a guy on the side of the ring who, if you keep taking hits to your head, will cut your face open so it's not so bad. Well, what? That's true. That's true. That is it's true. true. Do you not know about the cut man, Gib? No. Do we have time to 
What's the cut, man? I mean, typically it's a doctor and or medic who cuts the contusions on your face to relieve the pressure so that you're able to see and keep boxing. Yep. I just Googled boxing cut, man. And, yep, that's real. Um, I don't know what else to say about it. Uh, It's like how the WWE wrestlers used to have razor blades in their pockets. It's actually not like that. It just made me think of that. Oh, hell yeah. There's a famous boxing and MMA cutman whose name is Stitch Duran. He's the be- He's just the best at cutting. <laughs> he got so good at it. One might so- call him the coldest to ever do it. Okay. Uh, Gabe, Aren't you so glad George is trying to get combat sports? Oh, boy. Gabe, you're the first one. Am I? Yeah, it's you. All right. I got a, I got a fun one. Um, so... Uh, you guys know how dogs aren't actually colorblind? I mean, yes, I do know that. Like, like people think that they see in black and white, but they don't? Yes. Right. Okay. You guys know what a tanuki is? I do. That's Love rac- those boys. It's a raccoon dog. Yeah. Those actually are fully black and white colorblind. They're, and they're a type, they're a type of dog that is. Oh. So there is one colorblind dog. Yeah. And I will give it to you as a, this is really true. Uh, tanukis are cl- most closely related to dogs. This I discovered yes. recently. Yes, that is that is true. I did a dive on tanukis recently. Really? Okay. I, I kind of went down that path because um, because the new magic set is Japan themed and has a tanuki in it. And I thought the person's rendition of the tanuki was cute. So I was like, what do tanukis <laughs> look like? I looked up pictures of tanukis, and they are, like, pretty cute, like, raccoon, dog, bear creatures. Yeah, you know they'll, that, chase, they'll chase bubbles if you blow them into their exhibit. You know that, uh... They in, used to be enrichment for the tanukis when they were That's not that cool. The, My dog chases bubbles. Zoo. My dog chases bubbles. It's not that interesting. Okay, hey. but, like, is your dog, like, a, a raccoon-looking thing from Japan? Hey, he He's closer to that than most dogs, I would say. <laughs> If Chris had a pet tanuki, that would be incredibly cool. When he squints, he looks like the the red fox-looking thing from Animal Crossing. Mm, so I don't know cool. all the Animal Crossing characters. That's I the only one I know. That one the only one I know. I might Tom be thinking Rook of that one. I, I don't know what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of the one that's a fox-looking thing. There's I'm a bunch. Red. I've only played the, the I don't like Animal, Animal Crossing. Crossing. And I know you you get a you get an anxiety attack. Whenever it has you try the to play opposite it. effect on me as for almost every other person. Every, everyone is like it's so calming, and when I take it, I feel like I'm having a panic attack. <laughs> it drives I, me crazy. I, can't I found it. it to be kind of in the middle. I does it make you nervous because Tom Nook says you have loans? No, because I have re- I have a loan in real life, and it doesn't stress me out at all. It's not that. <laughs> well, I, yeah, well, I, I thought maybe that stressed you out, and that was enough, and you figured, okay, I. I already have to pay real loans in real life. No, I shouldn't like, have to pay. Don't you just kind of get like paralyzed by the indecision of what to do? It's like a combination of there is this weird thing where there is too much to do, but also nothing to do because none of it matters. Because there's what, no like end game. Yeah, there's nothing. There's no reason to do anything. In in the grand scheme of things, I get that there is for people that are into it. I'm saying for me, it's like why do I have all this stuff that I have to do, but none of it matters. No, I I had this feeling recently where I was like, I, I'll have these like weird moments of lucidity where if I want to like do something like an accomplishment in like a game that's just for fun, I'll 
I'll think to myself, like, but there's, like, no point. You're just doing it. And it's like, yeah, fuck that. You, you're just doing it. That's okay. Enjoy it. But Animal Crossing, uh, there is, like, an overwhelming breadth of options, I would say. I played it a little bit. I played the Switch one, like, early pandemic, and then I uh, I was like, okay, I get it. I was going to ask, for extra credit, Gabe, do you know what type of vision dogs do have, typically? Uh, I looked it up before talking about this, and I still don't remember. Do you know, John? I don't. I don't know the specifics. Dogs. I know it is like not some kind of colorblind. They see like sepia, right? Like they see pineapple. they see blue and yellow and gray. They have like only one of the cones. Yep. So they have IKEA vision. Oh no! Kinda, yeah. <laughs> if you took a dog to an IKEA, they would think it was the most colorful thing in the world. <laughs> so to help you, see, I can do a quick comparison. For example, like human green is like white to gray for a dog. Our, like, dark navy blue is, like, a baby blue for them. Are and dog toys designed with this in mind? That's, okay, one reason that, well, one reason that typically they like tennis balls is yellow is exactly yellow. No. Uh... Like, it's like a, a neon yellow tennis ball is, like, straight up, like, the most vibrant thing in the world, to basically. That's, I... like, the, that's like, the one color thing that, like, transits exactly besides, like, the edges of blue does. And then, like, fuchsias are gray, and then oranges are just more yellow. But, like, yeah, like, green is just white for them. Hmm. Mm. Man. Yeah. So, like, grass, snow, no difference? Uh, I mean, there's some, because grass has, like, yellows in it. Ah, uh, okay. I mean, pure white is, like, pure white. I'm saying, like, the mm. like greens are, like, hinging on gray into blue. They, like, go into blue as the thing goes. Gotcha. What about Tanukis, though? I mean, I think they're just dogs. They are a type of dog. They are canids, yeah. I mean, isn't, um, like, isn't black and white, like, straight black and white vision rare? Like, in general, in nature? Isn't that a very rare thing? Well, so I can tell you some other animals that I found that have it. Well, at night, that's how half-elves and elves see Okay. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Thank you. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. you're doing the low light vision. What's the, what's the D&D dark thing? Vision. It's like dark vision versus like yep. low light vision. Um, TLDR of this article. Some of the animals that only see in black and white and shades of gray, and they name like bats, golden hamsters. I found a type of monkey earlier. That only sees in like shades of gray. Monkey. Oh, I, I hope it's not that golden faced one. I like those. I uh, want. Those. I want them to see all the colors. Man, wait. What if they can't even see their own colors, Chris? How many times have monkeys come up on the show? Because I feel like I every time monkeys come up, I think about how they're like too human, and I like bring it up. I think we maybe literally mentioned Bonobos last episode. Yeah. Like, I was playing Overwatch with a couple of friends recently, and I was playing Winston, and I was like, have you guys ever seen the type of monkey that Winston is, like, in real life? They're, like, too human. Like, it makes sense that he can Wait, talk. Wait, Winston's a Bonobo? No, he's not no, a, Bonobo. Not a Bonobo. He's, a, he's like, a, a silverback or something. Yeah, he's, like, a... He's some kind of ape, but okay, he, he is I a thought. gorilla. I was just very confused that he wasn't a gorilla. 
That's no, he's a, he's definitely a gorilla. That's why he does like the knuckle walk. Yeah, that's why I was confused. I thought you were saying he was like a bonobo or something. I mean, he's not a monkey. He's a scientist. Okay, yeah. sure. I I'm inclined. I'm kind of with you, Chris. I don't see why their vision would be any different from other dogs. I think they're just a dog. I from say other false. canids. Yeah. I'm going false too. You both on false? Yes. Yeah. Okay, you got me. This I made this up completely. Hey! I was literally the thing about the magic card is true. I was just thinking about Tanukis. I I just like read the Wikipedia article for Tanuki and it has like it's so significant in Japanese folklore that they are frequently depicted with giant balls that like the Wikipedia article has to mention it like there's no (laughs) way around it I like when uh, I mean we we had very different Wikipedia binges today then if yours was Tanuki's mine was very very different than yours (laughs) What my, Wiki- like- my Wikipedia binge today was just I read all of the Gnosticism articles on Wikipedia. I don't oh. I I don't even know what that is. Okay. We'll take a quick I mean it's very complicated, but we'll do a very I, quick well, I just went to the Wikipedia article for Gnosticism. Let me just give you like a very bad ten second overview of it. It's basically at some point before Catholicism happened, there was a different theory of of what the Bible and Christianity was, which was the idea that all of that was fake and was done by a God that's not actually God, but like a fallen God that wanted to be a God so that that was all a lie to keep us from figuring out what real God is. So Christianity was a JRPG. Kind of, because... No, let me finish something. Let me finish something. You know how how in Persona 5 there's the uh, Yaldabaoth God? thing mm-hmm. that is from gnosticism that is that god's name and gnosticism yaldabaoth is the fake god so that's where like this is like one five step off of from. like demonology like this reminds me of like uh, it's really interesting you should definitely read it it's really interesting like they're the the gnostic the gnostic theory of how the world started is so interesting is really worth mm. looking into anyway john you should do a fact instead of this being a <laughs> whatever i just turned it into for a second <laughs> Yeah, cool. Um, all right. Thoroughbreds in the northern hemisphere all share a birthday, and so do the ones in the southern hemisphere, but it's a different birthday. Okay, wait. Say that again. Okay, thoroughbreds, yes. regardless of what month they were born in, thoroughbred horses all have the same birthday. So this is like, and it's the, so it's, it's it's one birthday in the northern for horses oh, born in the northern I get it. hemisphere, okay. it's and like, another one for horses born in the southern hemisphere. So it's like President's Day, but in this case, they all get whatever the birthday of Sea Biscuit was. It's like that. <laughs> all horses in the northern hemisphere, the, the birthday of all thoroughbred horses born in the northern hemisphere is January have Sea Biscuit, and all the ones in the southern hemisphere get Secretariat's birthday. Well, if it's August first, that's correct. <laughs> I oh so so that is the birthday that is the thoroughbred birthday is August first in the southern hemisphere in the northern hemisphere is January first. Okay, but mm. like why? Record keeping standardization. What this dumb. reminds me of the of you know the thing about how like the Korean age thing, where it's like everyone starts at like age one and they're like uh like on they're like on. There's something where like you're like everyone's birthday is synced up somehow. 
unofficially. Obviously, Korean people know their own fucking birthday, but like, there's something where you like age on New Year's in in Korean like culture. They and they appear as we force this on horses. Okay, so okay, if this was if this was true, why is it based on the hemisphere? Is it because the season affects how they breed? Like spring is different in the southern hemisphere, which is still a concept I I really don't understand. Like I get it, but like it's so weird for me to think about. Anyway, it's because of the tilt of the Earth. I know why. It's just so strange to me that right now it's like kind of getting. It's just getting cold in other places. Anyway, I guess I could understand that because I'm assuming that you know it gets a little warm and the horse gets all frisky in the north hemisphere now. So I could see why you would desync the two, I guess. Mm. I guess until this exact moment, I've never really thought about horses in the southern hemisphere either, which is it is it is set to coincide with the animals' breeding cycle. To be clear, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know why I never thought about the fact there are ho- there are horses south of the equator. <laughs> it's <laughs> I mean, honestly, right now. Honestly, you might have never thought of it just because, like, I don't know where horses come from originally, but they can't be native to the whole planet. There has to be some origin well, of horses. Let's look that up. That I think is fair. I'm gonna look that. It, up. it is. Okay. It is Asia. Where are Where? horses from? Horses originated in North America. Really? No. Most that... experts agree horses originated in North America. All right, we'll go to the horse. Okay, we'll. They had giant horses in North America. Um, well, okay, okay, but then they crossed the land bridge to Asia. Yeah, but it's still North America. We got this one, baby. America gave us horses. Huh. Mm. The, the first Wikipedia uh, like article for horse, the first sentence is, the horse is a domesticated, odd-toed hoofed mammal. Mm. Odd-toed? Mm. Yeah. Mm. What does that mean? I don't know, but that seems unfair. <laughs> Yeah, they have, they have three toes. Odd-toed ungulates, mammals which constitute the taxonomic order Parasodactyla, are animals, ungulates, who have reduced the weight-bearing toes to three. Holy shit, he got it! <laughs> okay, it says it's yeah. Okay, yeah, North America. Proto horses. Proto horses. First of all, great, great phrase. Proto horse. Proto horse changed from okay. This is weird. Changed from leaf eating forest dwellers. Okay, back up. <laughs> You're telling me there were forest horses. Forest horses. I love that. To grassing inhabitants in the steppes of Eurasia and the Great Plains of North America. Okay, between ten thousand and seven thousand six hundred years ago, the horse became extinct in North America and rare elsewhere. That's so Brought weird. Horses back from the brink because of their big strong backs. The reasons for the extinction are not fully known, but one theory notes that extinction in North America paralleled human arrival. <laughs> are they hiding horse meat from us? <laughs> I, from what I understand, horse meat has been revealed multiple times. Yeah, 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 I mean, it's popular in Mongolia, from what I understand. Well, I'm more mean like there are those scandals where what was it like Taco Bell was secretly selling horse meat or like, uh, other place. Aldi, Aldi had horse meat in some of their frozen entrees. You ever think oh. about how weird horses look? Like I, I look at a horse, and the first thing I think of is like it looks like a dog if it was kind of more of like a horse, <laughs> which doesn't. <laughs> <help>. <laughs> what? 
A horse is like a dog if a dog were a horse. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what my brain thinks when I look at one. I'm looking at this Wikipedia picture ca- titled Horse Pulling a Cart, which really doesn't leave anything in the imagination. Um, it's exactly what it says it is. It's a horse pulling a cart, although it's not pulling the cart. The cart is stationary, so maybe it's more like horse with cart. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of melons on it, and there's a I bike. I Google image just horse. And, like, first page, there's a GQ article called A Horse Wore a Suit Today. And the picture is just... I'll just send it... Uh, How does a horse wear a suit? A horse wearing a suit. Oh, no, if it's like a dog see this, pants you can Google thing. A Horse Wore a Suit Today. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Is it, is it oh. the dog pants? <laughs> that's, you know, it's a pretty good-looking horse in a suit. Yeah, it's even got the hat. I don't know what you call that kind of hat. But uh, someone made a suit for a horse. I don't know. In Britain, they call it a a, a driver or whatever. <laughs> they have some... A driver's cap. Oh, man. That reminds me. Peaky Blinders happened. I should watch that. Anyway, so I should actually watch all of Peaky Blinders. It is pretty good. Anya Taylor-Joy's in it. I think our plan is to just watch all of it once we're done with How I Met Your Mother, which should be sometime this week. Can we talk about another dumb horse thing? What? Dressage. What is the point? Dressage? It's just just fancy horse walking. But like that's asking what's the point of rhythmic gymnastics or something. That's also a a fair question. I I am having to Google this word, even though I've heard it before. I don't know what it means. Dressage is a thing where all the fancy boys and girls get on their fancy horses and just prance. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is like... This is like a. It's like figure like a, skating. A British it's like, people thing. It's like right? figure skating, but it's horses. Oh. Yes. They do the the tricks where the horse jumps and does a quad spin. <laughs> I want to see a horse do a triple axle. I would want to see a, a horse do a single three sixty. That would be sick. <laughs> I want to watch dressage if they could get a horse to do a three sixty. All the people who are like riding the horses in this sport appear to have. Like, I don't know what, it, Inexplicable. what type of hat this is. But they just like look a, like the they look like the kind of people whose family has never had less than forty five million pounds in their bank account. That's what they all look like to me. <laughs> they they look they look like they're wearing like a costume of like the uniform that they wear does look like that. It looks like they're like some sort of British lord or something. It's, it's called a fancy lad. Because probably because they are yeah, quite they likely are. some sort of British lord or something. Can you guys even picture in your head the idea of a horse jumping and not going straight? Like, can you and not just going straight laterally? Like, can you picture? Can you picture? Yes, because I've watched dressage. Let me finish. I meant like, can you picture? Can you even in your mind imagine how a horse would jump and rotate? Because like I'm trying and it just is like it's like can t- they? it's like T posing but it's a horse. It's like it leaves the ground and then it just like rotates sort in place. Sort of X posing, if yes, you will. Yes, X posing. <laughs> oh no no no! Horses are shaped like an N, so it's more like N posing and they just spin. I get. I don't know what. I don't know what letter horses are shaped like. Can Horse- horses spin in mid air? Teaching the spin. Well, that's not what I want. Consider okay. Think about this: dogs can spin in midair. Dogs can jump and turn. What well, is a horse? It does if not a dog that looks like a horse. For equestrian vaulting. By the way, I do believe this fact. I've heard of something all having the same birthday before. I have no idea what it was. Maybe it was horses. I can't remember. 
not enough to count as really like busting a fact because I just know that there is a precedent for this concept. But horses are it's like President's he, Day but for horses. Humanity uh humanity has basically turned horses into like we treat them like fucking machines. That's why I think that they would all have the same birthday. Because they're uh, like yeah. It's like very utilitarian. And I feel like that's humanity's relationship with horses. I mean, it doesn't feel much different than like I mean, I guess it would also be useful for uh I guess that makes the whole idea of how whole old a horse is for competition easier too. If if it's just like what date is it since that year? And January whatever whatever it is. I mean, that makes that easier too. I I guess that'd be part of it. I mean, it doesn't feel much different than the whole shelter dog thing where it's like, I don't know, this dog's like 2 and it's March, so whatever, its birthday is like January last year or January 2 years ago or whatever. Doesn't Apparently, feel much different uh, than that. Apparently, Athena's birthday was two months ago, but we thought it was March, so we're very confused. I mean, Lorenzo's is made up. There's no telling when it is. All I know is he was four when I got him. So now I just picked it. I picked, I don't know. Like You assigned him a birthday? Yeah, I assigned him June 5th because I was like, whatever. That's a day. Hmm. Hmm. I, I, really had, no, though. I had no reason. I just picked June 5th. You're just like, I always wish my birthday was June 5th. Uh, I think I picked June 5th because it was like a day or two after they found him at the shelter. So it was like his entry date to the shelter, and they were like, he's four. And I was like, okay, fine. His birthday is June 4th. (laughs) Why not? Whatever. I'll say... I'll say true. Why not? It feels stupid enough to be real. I mean, horse people are stupid, so like, whatever. I'm not directly insulting horse people. I just meant like, it's all made up. We have horse people on this network. I'm just so. saying it's all made up. I'm not insulting horses or horse people. Okay, there's a difference between horse people and professional people with horses. That's a very big difference. <laughs> yeah, that's Bojack, gi- fuck you. That's a, horse that's a people gigantic, are stupid. Yeah, I'm specifically saying Bojack <laughs> is dumb. We finally agree. <laughs> no, that's actually one of my... I, I know. Choice. That I know. was one of my top three shows of all time. There's a choice that you made. Not the it's- most... Not the most controversial choice I made, to be fair. Do you think the West Wing was your most controversial choice? No, I think Sankoro was my most controversial choice. I think it's a great choice, personally. I think it's controversial to a lot of people to say. Definitely controversial to a lot of people, but that show slaps. This is true, by the way. Hell yeah. 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 Cora is that good. Thank you. What about the I had a feeling you guys didn't really check the uh, Pocket Podcast Network Discord all that often. Because we fully did wish all thoroughbred horses a happy birthday on January 1st of this year in the Cult Classics channel. No, I missed that. I think I was kind of preoccupied with that being like a holiday. That's true. That's true. Man, uh, I get this is a very disappointing New Year's because it came out like a very brief, in like a very brief, intense COVID way where there was just, I forgot that it, it's like it's a new year, but I forgot that there was New Year's. Yeah, I don't like, want to like. You said it's a holiday. Well, you said it's a holiday, and I was like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" And I had to think about it. I don't want to like jinx it, but like, it is kind of weird how it like really fell off a cliff in the last few weeks. Like, just knock on wood, it really fell off a cliff. It's kind of wacky. Have you been like, like watching like actual numbers closely, or are you just yeah, saying I mean, like, like- De- DeCab and Fulton are like low risk now? 
Huh. It, it's I like, didn't even know that. It's like sub. That's why everybody's lifting stuff. It's like sub 100 cases per day. It's so wacky. It's so wacky. Is I feel a lot better about having taken my parents out to eat in downtown Decatur last week now. Huh. It's just I, so uh, weird. Like, of course, it's we're really, all fully boosted and stuff. So. I mean, yeah, I'm just saying, like, it's yeah. kind of weird how, like, if you go look at the, the, the trends, it's like this gigantic spike in January, and now it's like, whatever. Anyway. Huh. Anyway. I mean, you know, knock on wood till the next variant, I guess. We'll see. Man. I don't know about you guys, but um, I have like 15 horses, and if I'm gonna get them all, and they all live in Brazil, is Brazil below the equator? <laughs> Parts of it. Okay, sure. They all live below the equator in Brazil. <laughs> so if I'm gonna get them all a birthday present before that, I need to go to them's the ads. So I have been reading a lot of books this year, and I'm always looking for a good way to find a good deal on a book. Maybe I want it used, or maybe I'm looking for a book that's kind of out of print right now. And, you know, I don't want to go through maybe some of the big companies because, you know, we we know there are issues there. A good way to do the opposite would be to go to Abe Books. Abe Books is an online marketplace that lists millions of new, used, rare, and out-of-print books and other collectible items. So they connect you with thousands of professional booksellers in more than 50 countries worldwide. So if you want to check it out, you can go to affiliates.abebooks.com ppn. That's A-F-F-I-L-I-A-T-E-S dot A-B-E-B-O-O-K-S dot com slash ppn. Welcome to the world of Pokémakers. We're Professors Fierce and Fierce, but you can call us Alex and JD. And we're making an all-new Pokémon game. But not, like, coding it, just in podcast form. What does that mean? Well, we're going to have discussions planning out our own region. Characters such as gym leaders, professors, and our own evil team. And of course, all-new Pokémon. Check us out at Pokémakers on Twitter, on the Pocket Podcast Network, or wherever you find podcasts. Gotta Gotta make them all! Okay, I'm going to do my effect now. Um, John, are you, maybe Gabe, are you at all familiar with the television show Six Million Dollar Man? No. We can rebuild him. Like the idea of it? No. We have the technology. No, that's the... That's Six Million Dollar Man. The movie. I'm talking about Six Million Dollar Man, the TV show. Six Million Dollar Man is a TV show. Oh, then what's the other one with Robin Williams? Are you thinking... I know what you're talking about. 21st Century Man? Okay, yeah. But I, I'm i actually talking about Six Million Dollar Man. But I I also thought for some reason the Robert Williams movie was the same IP just as a movie. Anyway, whatever. No. It has nothing to do with that. Anyway. um, So, there was a famous outlaw named Elmer McCurdy in the Wild West. And basically my fact is when they were filming Six Million Dollar Man, they accidentally broke a dummy and found out it was actually uh, that dude mummified. And that's that's basically my whole fact, to be honest. Huh. Is it a, a mummified famous outlaw? Yes, that had they just that was it. 
they thought it was like a, a dummy. It was at the place they were filming for Six Million Dollar Man. They accidentally broke it while filming, and then that's when they realized it was a real person. It was a mummy, and it was that dude. I I just don't see much overlap between dummy and mummy. Apart from like four of the five letters. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, like if, if 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 it was your wordle guess, if you guessed one, you'd get the other immediately. Here's a fact I'll give Topical. you. Topical. Here's a fact I'll give you. Elmer McCurdy is a real outlaw. Or was. He was a real outlaw. I'll give you that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm not. I'm. I'm saying I'm not making up this outlaw. That's a real outlaw. I thought about this after uh, we talked about the Western stuff last time. But hmm. my whole fact is that they accidentally found his body because they broke it. <laughs> I just Failing again. I just don't see someone how, mistaking how a, fragile dummy, are a mummy for a dummy. They're pretty fragile, from what I understand. Like. I mean, they've been spending years completely getting completely desiccated. I would imagine that that makes them brittle. They're pretty, like, brittle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would imagine he's not, like, an actual mummy, but, like, a sand mummy, probably. What is a sand mummy? So you could be mummified by, like, being buried in sand. Yeah, you can be mummified by a lot of things. Mm-hmm. The Iceman is arguably a mummy. Yes, um, I think you could still get mummified if you put it I in mean, the world. If, like, if you ask... Oh, yeah, that's a good ask. question. Um, that is a good question. I, I mean, embalming is kind of uh, embalming is kind of mummification. Can I be a mummy? Well, it says here not a lot of people know how to do it anymore. They know how to do pets. You can get a dog mummified for four thousand dollars. If you Google how can I, if you Google can I be a cool mummy, it gives you articles on how to be a cool mom. That's what Britain. I just found. Britain out. ruined it for us. Okay, there's a religion called Summum that will mummify you for $67,000. Well, that's for how many thousand dollars? 67? Oof. You could probably buy that, an a, existing now, mummy for $67,000. That's, that's a basic human mummification. Depends on your requests how much more expensive it can get. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't you think know. You, go, you think you'll buy a real mummy for that much money? There's no way. No, I don't think you actually. How can. much would a mummy I don't think you can buy a cost? Mummy. Uh, it depends who you know. It probably does depend who you know. It depends what British lords you know, probably. Can you buy a real mummy? Well, nope, there's an illegal market. There is an illegal market. An illegal market. Well, cuz yes. people used to eat mummy stuff, mummies. And they also just they fucking the- did not. Yeah, they it. really did. They used they to eat powder. Did. Powdered mummy used to be a thing you ate for health. Yummy reasons. mummy. I just googled yummy mummy and that's that's the cereal a breast pump supplier. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you get the cereal first instead of a breast pump supplier? Wait, is that what the cereal is called? Y- yummy mummy. Yeah. Uh, there's no record of this cereal existing. I don't think it's called Yummy Mummy. I think it's called something Yummy else. Yummy Mummy cereal. Wait. No, there is there is a cereal called Yummy Mummy. Fruit. Yeah. Fruit. Oh, it's, it was one of the monster cereals. Yeah, it's just like the first one they got rid of, I think. It was like Count Chocula and... Fruit Brute. I forgot about it's, it's fruit. Fruity Yummy Mummy is apparently the full... You know which one I really forgot about, and I'm kind of gl- wish I had continued to forget about was Sir Grapefellow. 
Sorry, who? Sir, Sir Grapefellow. It was a General Mills cereal. It was grape flavored oat cereal. You guys know what Count Chocula's tagline was, according to Wikipedia, from 1971 to 2010. What was I that? want to eat your cereal. <laughs> I want to eat your cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I want to eat your cereal. But yeah, Sir, Sir Grapefellow. It was a grape flavored oat cereal. Huh. Oh, this is like a long time ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was, he had a nemesis, Baron Von Redberry. <laughs> okay, anyway. I don't know. I'm I'm very on the fence on this fact because how would you... I agree. Like, how do you accidentally turn a mummy into a dummy other than changing one letter like in a some sort of riddle? <laughs> I think you're looking for uh, some sort of wordle. Oh, it's six letters, isn't it? M-U-M. No, it's five. Yeah, no, it five could, letters. It's could be mummy, word. Could, yeah. mummy could be the wordle. I haven't done a wordle thing. I'm going to just go in there mummy, and type dummy. in mummy and see if it works. I have a I bone. I kind of have a bone to pick with today's wordle. Today's wordle, I, I don't think it I don't think it should I, I don't mean like, I don't like being that person. Gabe's guessing Gabe's guessing mummy, so he is gonna get get a green on the first go. I did. Thing. Yeah. I just want to play out how bad of a wordle guess mummy is. It has the letter M three out three of five times. times. <laughs> yeah, if you guessed mummy on your first one for today's wordle, you just might not get it. That's I mean, you have that green U, but today's is. I didn't. I didn't do it, and it'll be way past. What is it? Um, you know what? It's rupee. Oh, that's why you were saying. I see. Yeah, that should be a proper noun. It should be, right? You know, what, you know what really made me mad about today's? What? I legit had puree for a second, and I was like, what word has these letters that is exactly oh. correct? <laughs> I did puree, and I was like, what other word has these five letters? <laughs> I stared at it for a while, and I was like, oh, okay, I guess, I guess we do proper nouns now. I guess. Anyway, what do you guys think about? I'm false. This. I'm. I'm gonna oh, go false as well. Oh, this is too wild. wild. So you both say false. Yeah, I don't know. Something about this. It's too wild. This is. This is. True. You're oh, fucking. No. I'm totally serious. It's true. Here, here. Let me just read the beginning of the Wikipedia article about Elmer J. McCurdy. Elmer J. McCurdy was an American bank and train robber who was killed in a shootout with police after robbing a train in Oklahoma. Dubbed the bandit who wouldn't give up, his mummified body was first put on display at an Oklahoma funeral home and then became a fixture on the traveling carnal and sideshow circuit during the 1920s. After changing ownership several times and people forgetting what it was, it eventually wound up at an amusement zone in Long Beach where the film crew for a $6 million man thought it was a dummy, accidentally moved it, (laughs) and broke him. This is fucking wild. It's real. There's an entire... I'm looking at the picture and I can now see why you would mistake a mummy for a dummy. The first, like the first, there's, it's like one of those Wikipedia things where like there's a section just called postmortem commercialization <laughs> and then rediscovery and burial. Yep. The production crew of the television, so the $6 million man was filming scenes for an episode. During the shoot, they moved what was thought to be a wax mannequin dummy out of the way that was hanging from a gallows. When the arm broke off, they saw it had a human bone and muscle. <laughs> 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 so like it doesn't smell they didn't think 
There's no moisture left in him. He's, do you need moisture to smell? I don't know. Tests conducted on the tissue showed the presence of arsenic, which was a component in embalming fluid until the late 1920s. Hmm. Hmm. Well, Chris, I'm going to be honest. I hated everything about this. <laughs> I think this is wild. I... Okay, this guy died in 1911. This guy was mummified in the century that we were all born in. Like, mm. I didn't realize they still the mummification was still uh, popular. At that. I guess, like you're saying, it was a ingredient in embalming fluid. It's like he's like embalmed or whatever. It's just one of those weird things where, like, you know, it's funny. There's this whole thing people talk about, like, why true crime now? Why are people so obsessed with it? I mean, pe- people forget in, like, 19-whatever, they were, like, mummifying actual, like, outlaws and just, like, dragging that around the country because people mm-hmm. wanted to look at the dead body of a Western band. That is true. That is it's true. Like, it's, not like, a, it's not a new thing, y'all. Didn't they, like, didn't people line up to see John Dillinger's dead body? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's always been a thing. I mean, for a while in the U.S., the most famous people there were were the people that were criminals, just in general. Like, in the West, those were the famous people. People loved them until they finally, like, killed a cop or whatever. Mm-hmm. As long as they were just robbing a bank and getting away, people loved, like, you know, all of those boys, like Babyface and all of them. Yeah, but then he shot the livestock. Not the livestock, George. That was, I mean, yeah, that was the last straw. Mm-hmm. That's a great scene in How Brother Where Art Oh Brother Where Art Thou though. That's a great scene. Should we do a listener fact? Let's do a listener fact. Hopefully less gruesome than mine. This is from Deb. She said there's only one city named Stateboro, Statesboro, and it's in Georgia. Slight background. Uh most cities share a name with another city, such as Cairo or Savannah. However, there's mm-hmm. only one Statesboro in America. <laughs> I cannot speak for any other country, but the odds are not good. <laughs> I I don't know that I believe this. That there's only one Statesboro? Yeah, that's such like a generic name. Like that's a, it's like the name of like a fictional place. I know Statesboro, Georgia is a real place. I know people from there, but like I wonder if there's one that's named so the one in Georgia is B O R O. I wonder if there's yeah. one that's like Statesboro. Like with a with a O U G H? Yeah, I wonder if that's like the technicality. Mm. That sounds. That's like a British spelling. I feel. Well, like. Well, the the fun thing is that there's Statesboro, Swainsboro, and Waynesboro in Georgia. Really? Yeah, and you can pass through all of them quite easily. Mm. I'm gonna oh, go on the same trip. I'm gonna go false on this. There has to be multiple Statesboros. I'm. You know. Hmm. I've been to Statesboro. There's not much special about it. But it somehow did inspire a really great Almond Brothers song. You feel like you want like one thing for it, you know? Like you want just, you want, just one thing. You want yeah. Statesboro to have something. Let's let let's let States. I'm gonna let Statesboro have I'm with this John. One. I want Statesboro to get this one. I just want them to have it. Just this All one. Right, let's see it. If nothing else, they'll be, they'll have that we believed in them for a second. All right, I'm gonna scroll down. Yeah, and that some of our friends. Are this from is there. true. Really? Wow. There is only one Statesboro. They put, this is true, and I don't know why. You would think Statesboro would be a pretty common name because it's self-explanatory, but I guess Georgia just has the only one. I'll take it. If you Google just Statesboro, it is all Georgia stuff. 
<laughs> Splash in the Borough Water Park. I've heard of that place before. Me too. Yeah. Um, How many? So I don't know about you guys, but my hometown also had a local water park thingy. So I, I just like always assumed. Once I heard that, I assumed that all towns aspire to have their own water park. We had one too for a little while. Uh, they called it Crystal River, which was very confusing. It was spelled with a K. But I also, my grandparents at the time lived in Crystal River, Florida. Yeah, the one and in my was, town was called Crystal Springs. They really like crystals. <laughs> what do you think? Now, this is just for fun. What do you think is the most present city or town name in the United States? Isn't it, um, uh, shit, Springfield? Isn't it Springfield? I would guess uh, Washington. Okay, that's your two guesses? It is neither of those. In fact, I don't see those at all in the top a lot. Springfield actually is. There's 34 Springfields. Okay. There's 34 Greenvilles. Okay. Washington, I don't see on this list, but... That's surprising. I thought that was a good guess when he said it. The one that's the top is Riverside. There is a Riverside Mm -hmm. in every state Mm -hmm. except for Alaska, Hawaii, Louisiana, and Oklahoma. So there's 46 Riversides. I wonder if there's like the French equivalent of Riverside in Louisiana. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. The Riverside, yeah. <laughs> the only one that's up there that's surprising to me is there. There's a Salem in almost every state. It's kind of interesting. Why? Me. I feel like that somehow makes sense, but I can't explain why. Is there a place in England called Salem that it's named after? I don't know. Also, Mount Pleasant. There's like 32. That's I have like I just think of Mount Pleasant the one. It's so weird. Hmm. It is weird. Anyway, uh, this has been them's the facts, like we said before. Well, I don't. Yeah, we did say it before. I guess in this episode, we're part of the Pocket Podcast Network. It's got a lot of other shows on it, as the word network would imply. I'm bungling this one. Not we got uh, shows like Cult Classics and uh, Pokemakers. Oh, I was about to say Pokemakers. Green Mountain Mysteries. Oh, it's weird. We didn't talk about the new Pokemon news. We usually talk about Pokemon news. Uh, oh, uh, real quick, new... there's a new, they announced a new one. It's it's like called Red and Blue again, but synonyms. But <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't thought there's about a... that until right now. Donald Duck is in it. <laughs> yeah, they have a start one one. Yeah, they have a duck that's going to turn into Donald Duck from Kingdom Hearts. They have a cat that has a marijuana leaf on its face, mm-hmm. and. Fire Totodile. <laughs> which uh, currently is the one I want. If I, if I get the game, I'll get the Fire Gator dude, depending on what it looks into. And I can't wait for all three of them to turn into bipedal, very buff men-looking things. Because yeah. that's you know oh. what's going to happen. I don't know. That gator could be sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, As man. we always say here on Thumbs the Facts, that gator could be sexy. <laughs> it's true. We've always said that. <laughs> the uh, intro and outro music for our show is Never Far by uh, New Weirdos. You can find it wherever you get music uh, under that name, New Weirdos. Man, I am bungling these today. This you is are, just you are out of it, but like it's like a car crash. I just want to <laughs> be watching. <laughs> Eventually, I'll intervene, but like uh, only when it's no longer dangerous to me. And you can submit uh, facts for us at our website, abolishunits.com, uh, like the fact we just read. Again, thanks, Deb, for that. 
Um, other than that, them. other than that, you know, leave a rating and all that good stuff for us on Apple Podcasts and all that. And Spotify, podcasts. because you can do that now. Wait, you can review on Spotify now? You can rate. You can leave a rating on Spotify podcasts. Whoa, now. I'm gonna review bomb all the podcasts I don't like. But don't you, do that. You shouldn't do that, <laughs> listener. You should. You should give us unless it's a, a good one. I don't know what Spotify's metric is. I'm gonna assume it's um spoodles so give us five spoodles <laughs> just like five little that's what the spotify logo is called it's called a spoodle yep mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure give us yeah. five out of five spoodles unless it's out of ten and then give us ten out of ten or i don't know swedish people just probably have their own system so. whatever the biggest number is that you could do uh, actually there's swedish i bet it's fish give us five fish mm. and uh <laughs> Okay, this is the last thing I'm gonna say. Did you guys? Do you guys want to hear the the wackiest fact about me as a person? That's a true story. Let's hear it. Did you guys know I won a jar of Swedish fish from Lemony Snicket when I was in middle school? Let's Fuck fucking off. go! God, this, this is that's the entirely facts. true. I'm John. Lemony Snicket came to a thing at a library, and I went to it, and he just had a thing that was like, "Guess how many Swedish fish are in this jar?" And I got it right, so he gave it to me. I never ate any of the fish. The jar has this never has been, been opened. This has been them's the facts. I'm John. I'm Gabe. I'm Chris. <laughs> Please, God, don't believe everything. Except you that hear. that was a true story. I swear that's a true story. <laughs>